You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. And you join us on, uh, Alhamdulillah, the segment with Sheikh Shoei Maida. Sheikh Shoei Maida is a Medina University graduate. He is a astute businessman. He is an alim. He's a motivational speaker. He appears on uh, many, many uh, radio platforms. And Alhamdulillah, as I said, uh, we are really uh, blessed uh, to have a man of his stature joining us on the platform, the Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'a. Sheikh Shoei Baida, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh to my dear brother, uh, beloved brother, Shafat Ahmed Khan, and all the recent Marcus Sahaba the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah this evening. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful evening. And we are all okay, everything is well, as long as you could breathe in. You know, you have to thank Allah, if you can breathe out as well, you thank Allah Ta'ala. You know, we always cry and wonder for small little things that doesn't matter in life. If you had bigger things in life, you know, we don't actually show appreciation before Allah Ta'ala. But I can say for this evening, Alhamdulillah, the day was beautiful and we seen the day going in a beautiful manner as well. Absolutely, Sheikh Shoei Maida. You know, when I, uh, our topic, mashallah, is, is, is quite an interesting one, uh, getting into the habit of speaking the truth. But, uh, you know, when you look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, everything has been built with haq, haq, haq. Haq is truth. The earth was built with haq. The planets, the systems, uh, you know, Allah's throne is built with truth. And uh, whatever you look around, everything is built on truth. And on the other hand, Whatever shaitan builds, it's built on batil. That means it's falsehood, on lies. And we know that batil will be smashed to smithereens, will be, you know, it's, it's a meretricious, it's, it, is, it has no substance at all. But haq, haq, so imagine, Sheikh Maida, we talk about haq, Allah is truth, Allah's creation is truthful, anything that's built on truth will last forever and ever and ever. And to, you know, looking at our topic about getting into the habit of speaking the truth, of uh, you know, talking the truth, and becoming a person of haq, you know, a person of substance you know, that is a person of truth. You know, it's something that uh, when you look at that eyes of the Quran, to you know, uh, truth, truth will smash falsehood into smithereens. Your comments, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. <clears throat> no, Shaf, uh, you know, Alhamdulillah, you always come up with beautiful, actually, uh, topics, as I always say, you know, about, you know, you brought in about the beautiful topic tonight, which is actually, Haq, as you said, Haq is going to smash uh, uh, Batil at the end of the day, you know, Ja'al Haq wa Zahq al-Batil, inna al-Batil akana Zahuq, I say the truth has come in, and uh, Batil was falsehood has been smashed, you know, into pieces, and uh, yes, uh, falsehood is always a misleading factor and it has to be dealt with uh, completely and accordingly, as Allah has mentioned in this ayat. And then, yes, in talking about that, Shaf, that is actually the best quality we should actually absorb as Muslims. Because you must remember, once you speak uh, the truth, it becomes good at all the times because it doesn't change. You know, it remains the same. Wherever you go, is the same. And uh, whatever you do is the same. But if the other side, if it's falsehood, you have actually to bring up another falsehood to cover up for that one so that actually it maintains its status or else it's going to be smashed. So already 
it's in a very terrible situation if you look at it. So Haq should be actually followed all the times and we should actually be uh, those inviting towards Haq and uh, actually uh, forbidding what is wrong at all the times, Shaf. Yeah, you know, and I also recall uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam uh, before, you know, he started uh, propagating and preaching uh, the message to the uh, uh, pagan Arabs. Uh, he was uh, so trustworthy, they called him As-Sadiq, you know, he was uh, the truthful one. And, you know, they always uh, uh, looked at him and he said, you know, you're a truthful man. And they loved him for that, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, uh, until when he started uh, preaching, uh, you know, the Kalima and he started calling them to Islam. Uh, they still knew he was a truthful man, but they said, you know, we like you, but we don't like your message. And, you know, that uh, truthfulness in Nabi Muhammad Wasallam from a very early age, Sheikh Shoei Maida, perhaps uh, your comments? You know, Shaf, that was actually quite an amazing uh, kind of situation you sit in, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm telling you to say, you no, know, me, I don't eat meat, I don't like meat, at all. I'll never eat meat. But the moment you cook meat in the house, please just send me that soup from the meat, you know, I'll have that. You know, then you think, okay, he doesn't eat meat, but he wants the soup from the meat. What is he trying to imply? So that's, that was the same uh, case. You know, he gave them the message and they didn't like it. But still, besides not liking his message, they still like the human being in him that they still went and kept their treasures by him. I mean, that tells you, you know, I mean, the importance of being trustworthy. You know, in this way, as you said, they called him Aswa, they called Amin. That is, I mean, the trustworthy that is very trusted. You know, trustworthy that has to be trusted all the time. Or Aswa, they call Masduq or the trustworthy, above all those that are trustworthy. You know, so it tells you, I mean, the characteristic that he had, and uh, that is what actually drove more people towards accepting the deen of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, because they learned from his characteristics, you know. Besides them throwing uh, spikes on his way, he still preserved the treasures they kept by him and made sure they came and collected everything without any uh, beat that is broken from there or anything that is actually has been taken from there. So everything that was preserved, if it was four runs, is four runs. If it was 20 runs, it's 20 runs. If it's three bars of gold, it's three bars of gold in the same shape that they came, and not being smashed on one side to take a piece from there, but everything was as it is. So that's why, I mean, uh, he was called that one to say the trust was above those trusted because he had those qualities that were there actually to build and not to destroy Shaf. Yeah, Sheikh, absolutely, you know, when you see all that, I mean, the story of uh, all the prophets, you know, those that were on Haq and those that were, were truthful, the whole Quran shows you how those people on the path of truth were always successful, people that were on the path of uh, battle or, you know, on, on, on lies. Uh, you could see what was the end. I mean, you look at the Pharaoh, uh, you know, he was on uh, a delusional force uh, or delusional thoughts of saying, oh, I'm the lords of the world, I'm this, and whatever he built, was built on uh, the strength of Batil. And you could see he was destroyed, and he was drowned in the ocean, whereas Musa alayhi salam's uh, message, is going on forever and ever, he's there in the Noble Quran, mentioned more times than, than Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi and so forth. So uh, the, uh, when it comes to truthfulness, it's all there. The haqq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is documented in... Uh, you know, all the divine books, and it shows the power of truth and the men of truth. They live on forever, Sheikh Maida. No, no, definitely. You know, Shaf, you just gave me a very good example of uh, Fir'aun, uh, 
the case of Allah be upon him. I mean, you look at him, how he proclaimed himself. You know, he used to say, Ana Rabbukum al-A'la. So he said, I'm your Lord, the Most High. And he used to claim that Nana River is actually flowing underneath his feet, you know, showing how great he is. And uh, look at how Allah destroyed him. I mean, he made him go raise a child that wasn't his. And this child is the one that destroyed him, that shook his uh, throne. You know, uh, look at Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. You know, raised in his house and he's the one that stood up against him. And when he stood up to say, it's time now to kill Musa, he went and he crossed by the Red Sea. And it was the time for actually Pharaoh to believe and trust that there's one Allah. You know, remember that moment when actually the water was closing, he did mention, he did raise his hands up to say, I'm to be Rabbi Musa Harun, to say, now I believe uh, in the Rabb of Musa and Harun, which means he knew there was a truth. He knew there's quite a lot of quality truth of which uh, was coming from Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and his brother Harun. But just because he had his own ego, actually that uh, was so inflated and he couldn't want to deflate it, uh, call himself the Lord, the Most High, and then if there was an opposition, I mean, he could send his uh, army to go kill those people. That seems to be opposing him. And even when it came to that one about having one boy that is going to take over and uh, make sure that uh, the urine goes down. And he sends the troops around to look for baby boys and slaughter them and, uh, you know, leave the baby girls alive because they pose no threat to him. But look at what happens towards the end. He came, actually raised a child in his house that was meant to destroy him, chef. No, absolutely, uh, Sheikh Choi Maida, and uh, you know you also look at uh, many other stories uh, where you know you looked at uh, Yusuf alayhi salam. I mean, uh, he was uh, even uh, you know educated in uh, uh, the that, that type of environment, but Alhamdulillah really elevated them in status and uh, stature. And as you said, uh, in the case of uh, Musa alayhi salam being the stepson of Pharaoh and his uh, wife, and uh, being educated in that type of uh, system, but uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used his own, uh, yeah, he, uh, the stepson to destroy the stepfather and so forth. But uh, a fascinating history of uh, Musa alayhi salam and uh, Pharaoh of Iran. And uh, then, you know, Sheikh Shoei Maida, truthfulness, uh, if you look at truthfulness, it's actually, it's a, it's, 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 it's a virtue, it's a virtue, and it's a great virtue, you know, uh, the, the quality of speaking the truth, uh, you know, stating the whole fact and the habit of uh, talking about things as they are and as you saw it and as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala witnessed it and as the two angels that you have that are writing it down witnessed it. And if you have that reality in that, how can you lie, Sheikh Shoaib Definitely, it becomes very difficult. I mean, you pick up yourself, okay, before you could, you pull yourself back to say, ah, I cannot cross these boundaries because now you understand where it's coming from and you understand who you have to please. And you must remember, you know, there'll be one day whereby, I mean, uh, Allah Ta'ala says, اليوم نختم على أفواهم وتكلمنا عيديهم وتشهد عرجلهم ما كانوا يكسبون So there'll come the day whereby our mouth will not be able to speak because the mouth can talk a lot. You know, we can sell a cat in a bag that nobody has ever seen and I mean made make millions out of it. So on the day of Qiyamah, just before the truthful day comes in, whereby our mouth will not speak, but is the day whereby our uh, our, our our legs are going to be the one talking and the hands will bear witness to whatsoever is happening. I mean, this tells you to say, yes, truth has to be 
uh, spoken at all the times and truth has to prevail because there is a day where nothing will be accepted except only from the truth. So if we don't have that ounce of having that uh, actually uh, uh, what you say, himmat of speaking the truth or maybe standing on the truth, then there's a day where the problems are going to come, which is the day of Qiyamat. And if you die on that middle where we don't speak the truth, then may Allah forbid because the destination is not going to be the one that we're expecting. Yes, dunya is so sweet and so good, but I mean it's limited time that we stay here. And that's why Allah warns us, Be careful, don't be too much in gloss with what you can see now and forget in the akhirah what you can't see. You know, you must remember Allah has mentioned there's a good things that we're going to have in Jannah in the akhirah, of which when you look into this dunya is just in comparison of whatsoever you have in general, comparison, but the taste is never the same. It's something that no eye has ever seen, no tongue has ever tasted. That's what you're going to get to general. So truthfulness should be in the forefront if we want to achieve uh, good in this dunya and also achieve the best in the Akhirah Shaf. Yeah, and uh, witnessing that truth is, uh, well, us, uh, you know, the the, uh, the, the, the the eyes of the noble Quran, where Allah, you know, takes custom by time. And time and, and time is truth, uh, Sheikh Shaybaida. Every second that ticks uh, time out is getting us closer to and closer to our destination, which is a destination of Haq again. And uh, you know it'll take us there, and it will be. be I mean, if we take a baggage of Batil with us, we're going to get cleaned out there. You know, Haq will clean us out. I mean, this way, if it means that we've been thrown into the washing machine, you know and uh, taken out again and inshallah going into our real abode uh, jannat inshallah uh, but the fact is by time allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us a warning uh, sheikh shwebaida your comments no no definitely look uh, chef everything goes according to time you know uh, time is the one that runs the affairs of everything that is in existence you know my existence your existence uh, this world and whatsoever is there is such a run uh, by the token of time itself. You know, you remember you plant a seed, you wait for the time when uh, that actually used and becomes, uh, you know, an item where you can use for your food stuff and where you can use maybe for some other raw materials from the same, uh, uh, from some token of uh, the seed that was planted. You know, you look at your salat as well, you know, you're looking at times. You not go read Asr, you know, at Fajr time. I mean, it's not the timing. You read Asr at Asr time. You start with your Fajr going up uh, to where it ends. You know, our day starts at Maghrib. You know, we start Maghrib, Isha, then Fajr, then uh, actually Dhuhr um, <clears throat> and, uh, and Asr. All that is going through time. You, we celebrate our birthdays because of our time as well. You know, you eat, uh, you don't make your supper at uh, uh, breakfast time. You wait until uh the evening time to have your supper so everything is running according to time and when Allah takes the custom by the token of time you know <clears throat> he tells you these are just a quotation of some examples that uh, <clears throat> are run through time but now in this case of what the issue have brought in Allah has actually said uh, definitely mankind is at a great loss when you look at the token of time or the usage of time itself or to benefit from time you find a lot of mankind at a great loss except for those people that have claimed faith or that have iman in allah and they've done uh, actually they've stood strong in order to uh, do the righteous work you know these are the ones that do not lose 
uh, on the token of time. What is the meaning of that? It's simply because we understand when Adhan is called for Fajr, that is the time when Fajr has to be done and so on and so forth going upwards. When you sit in the masjid, you have enough time to recite the Quran after you've prayed your salah, just to learn a few instructions that Allah is giving you. You sit at home as well. You have that plenty of time where you look for those instructions. You know, looking for instructions means reading the Quran with understanding and depicting what Allah wants us to do and what he doesn't want us to do. Then that way, that means this time that Allah is talking about, we are standing by his side and we benefit from it. And the time, the other right time that comes that we make part of this dunya, it will be the right time for us in the sense our baggage will be full of goodies of praises that we've done and uh, of our reminders of our zikr that we've been doing, our good actions and everything that we've done for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala Shah. Absolutely. You know, you talk about uh, the zikr you make and that, that too is uh, it's such a private thing, you know. The, the, the person, maybe you look at an individual and wonder what he's, uh, you know, you don't know. That could be a zakir. You know, he could be walking and you may be looking at him and judging him according uh, to our, you know, shallow thinking. But we cannot judge anyone because you don't know who is really right, right there and so close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No, 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 Sheikh uh, Shoaib Maida, uh, speaking, uh, you know, our truth means uh, that uh, we stay true to who we are, you know, we, we, uh, because we know in our hearts whether we, we are lying or whether we are truthful, now, whether it's uh, our feelings, opinions or morals, uh, you know, we shouldn't hide uh, what we feel. Uh, for the sake of someone's approval of uh, of us, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to lie now just to make him feel good. But you should be speaking the truth. And because, you you, you know, approval, you only one person's approval you need. And that is our creator. And it shouldn't uh, work that way, you know, that way you want to please people. Remember that we should be always be uh, pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather, we should stay true to our uh, our opinions that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those voices that are within us that tells us do good, be good and be faithful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Obey Allah and obey his messenger no matter what anyone else may think of us. But this is how we should be you know, connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not caring about pleasing people uh, you know, with, when you will just please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So truth will definitely, you know, keep you on the straight and narrow, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. No, no, definitely, you know, Shaf, if you speak about this, uh, you know, it brings us back to quite a long uh, chain of information that Allah has, uh, Allah has given to us. You know, the main one who's Al-Jabbar is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Razak is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know. Uh, the greatest of greatest is Allah Ta'ala. The sustainer is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The one who gives shifa is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The one who blesses us is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The one who full of mercy is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And sometimes we get taken away and driven away because of someone that Allah Ta'ala has given him bounties. And then we stop praising Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We start praising that person. So whatsoever they say, or whenever they say jump, you ask how high, you don't see whether you're jumping yourself into a ditch, into a pit, or hellfire you just jump just because you want to please that individual so that you benefit something from there as you just said in shaf i think this is the uh a habit that a lot of people get caught in because 
of the benefits they want from that person and also because of the benefits they more want from this dunya, then it becomes a norm to say, I need to worship this person. Not in the sense calling it worship as such, but it becomes a worship because you do whatsoever they do and you please them in any other way possible you can, if it means even to shape up a life for them to believe in you, to have uh, you get what you want, you do that at all costs, you know, which shouldn't be the norm. As you said, you know, let's be on that part where we speak the truth only for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it's Allah ta'awuz al-haq you know so we do that for his pleasure you know don't please human beings in this dunya to get that little bit of this world uh, benefits that we can get you know let's rather please Allah ta'ala get rest in this dunya and in the akhirah you get more you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you go, you look at the, uh, you know, the, the scholars and they tell you, you know, I would rather, uh, let the entire humanity uh, hate me for me saying something that has substance in the eyes of Allah Ta'ala than to have the entire universe love me when I am talking of something that is against the one that have created me and that have created those that love me for speaking that lie against the one that have created. So in this sense, it tells you, that you would rather keep Allah on your side than keep the entire universe on your side if it comes to something that uh, sustains you the best in the akhirah than what you get in this dunya. So you have to balance your life. Wherever the truth has to be spoken for the pleasure of Allah, let's stand up and, uh, you know, let's stand off of um, on the truth because that is what is required to, uh, from, from us as Allah says even says I mean testify on the truth even if it is against your own self so which means if you've done something wrong and you've been told you've done wrong don't go and hire lawyers this lawyer that lawyer this lawyer to stand for you because you got money and you think you know you can win over the cases which is the case today you know you can murder someone and because you have money you even claim for the family uh, the deceased to pay you for defamation of character and yet you know you've done that you know where the poor i mean will sit one side and suffer because they got no money to defend them so actually this is what changes the whole pattern but if you look into this and to say i'll do it for the pleasure of allah and that's the best we can ever have so let's do things only for the pleasure of allah and make sure that haq prevails at all the times for that, Sheikh Shoy Maida, and also, you know, speaking uh, only the truth, you know, only the truth and only the hak, you know, it opens up a uh, new paths in life, uh, relationships, and even careers. You know, while uh, difficult, focusing on uh, being hundred percent honest is a characteristic that should be strived for every day. You know, insan is uh, bound to fail, and now and then he will uh, speak a lie or two. But people who speak the truth, Sheikh Shoy Maida, have more to offer. Than people who lie, and uh, that is a fact. A man of hak, he's 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 an asset to have as a friend. He's an asset to even to listen to because you know he's not a hypocrite. He's not a, a munafikin. He's he's talking hak all the time. Sheikh Shoaib Maida. No, no, definitely, Shab. That's actually the uh, few qualities of individuals that you can find today that I can speak the truth and be always on the truthful part, and of which we should be following people like that. But now, unfortunately, Shaf, what happens is because, you know, there's a lot of stigma. I'm doing a lot of nonsense, a lot of bad things, and you know, this person says it as it is, as if you're seeing me doing all the wrong things. What happens after that? Because of the love for this world affair and the ego that is there, 
you know, you'd rather keep away from him because he's deflating your tires all the time when you want them inflated. So this is what pushes away from uh, from from Mark sometimes because we want our ego to be satisfied, which we should we shouldn't be the good thing. The good thing is for us to understand what Hak is and follow Hak because we know with Hak, you know, is what allowed us Hanawata created us with truth. You know, he created us, and in truth, is going to take us away from this dunya. So let's obey and abide to that, that as we came in in truth, also we're going back, we must go in truth in the sense we are doing right and we're doing what Allah SWT has told us, that is what's going to be done. And the truth is we were born, and the truth is we're going to die sharp. You know, as we always speak about it, the truth is you die twice and you're born twice. You know, if you look at uh, those ayahs we recite in the Quran, sometimes to give an example, we allowed us, says, كَيْفَ تَغْفُرُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَكُنْتُمْ أَمْوَاتًا فَأَحْيَاكُمْ ثُمَّ يُمِيتُكُمْ ثُمَّ يُحِيَكُمْ say, how do you, how, how come you won't be, uh, you want to be an op- opposition to your creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and yet from death he was created. And then he was given life, and then you'll be given death again, and you'll be given life again, where you're going to answer for your actions. So, I mean, this tells you all this comes uh, in phases of truth. So, death came first. In truth, life came as a reality, you know, to take off from death. And then, again, death will have to come back and take life in reality. And then the final reality, when you go to Qiyamah, that's when, again, life uh, supersedes again uh, death. And this fourth one, in the fourth phase, phase it means that is final there is no more death coming after that so if the person is sitting in jannah where there's uh, blessings and bounties forever they're going to live there forever and the person sitting jannah because of the wrongdoings where they have to burn forever they'll be burning forever so, so there's no dying to say you die of punishment after that you phase out you want you disappear there's no disappearing life is forever there whether in good terms whether in good in bad terms Shab. Absolutely, Sheikh Shoy Maida. And you know, the the, the, the the habit of a truthfulness is uh, developed like, uh, you know, other other moral habits. Uh, we, we, we have to teach uh, children about right and wrong. And if we are believers, uh, you know, as Muslims, that right and wrong comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, Sheikh Shoy Maida, we, we definitely we cannot or uh, we can't uh, uh, twist honesty around uh, to serve our own uh, purpose because Allah's uh, haq, Allah's truth, is there and Allah's truth is steadfast. I mean, to be there, and if you hold fast onto the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to be truthful. And if you're not a truthful person, you know what damage you cause. Well, you know, um, in your household, maybe to uh, to society and uh, to anyone. I mean, you're actually letting yourself down. You're letting uh, mankind down. And uh, you know, a person that is not truthful is uh, a liability to society. Sexual Maida. No, no, definitely not a liability to society, a liability to themselves from the first point of view, Shaf. And thereafter, if you're a liability to yourself, definitely you can never be an asset to anybody, not even to your kids or to your spouse or to everybody around you. So what, whatsoever you touch thereafter is destruction. And uh, if you're in that mode, then that means your destination is already chosen by yourself. You know, Allah hasn't chosen for you, choose yourself, we have to end up in life. So we need to be pulling back. You know, let... Uh, hack prevail and be in the forefront whether it's against us they stand up on the truth we find today sometimes people go on disputes of what is right what is wrong and yet they know what is right but as i said simply because everybody's ego wants to be on a higher note nobody wants to actually uh, listen to the other side and accept the wrongdoing 
everybody wants to be on the right wing at all the times. So I think uh, we need Akia to start reigning to uh, be speaking the truth, as we said all the time, and standing on hack and be uh, trustworthy at all the time because, I mean, this is the quality of our Nabi Sallallahu And actually, if we love him, we have to emulate him. You know, he was a swadikul masdub. Why not as emulating that kind of quality, the trustworthy of those that are trusted? I think this is what we should be doing as Muslims. And inshallah, that will shape only one best destination for us, which it should be genital freedoms, inshallah, which we have to invoke a lot all the times. So, yeah, like grant us all the Muslim genital freedoms, inshallah, Shaf. I mean, Suma, I mean, Sheikh Shreem, either as uh, when you and I talk, uh, you can see that time has uh, flown by. Perhaps your parting words uh, this evening? You know, the parting words just to say, you know, Hak uh, will always smash battle at all costs. So, let's stand on the Hak so we benefit. Uh, on that part when battery has been uh, destroyed, inshallah, Shah. Jazakallah khair. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. You have a blessed evening ahead. Uh, talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, time for us to go uh, for a break. When you get back, inshallah, Mulana Salim Karim will be joining us.